You're listening to the Everyday Addict Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Ariel. The information, opinions, or references shared are not meant to treat or diagnose any medical, mental health, or addiction issue. It's informational and educational only. If you struggle with mental health or addiction issues, please seek help from your doctor, mental health professional, or addiction specialist. Let's get on to the show. Welcome back to the Everyday Addict. And this week, a lot of things have kind of happened in my life and in my practice. And I'll tell you what, one recurring theme has been this week has been almost client after client dealing with this thing that we call fear and fear. And there's the fear of the unknown and the fear of this and the fear of that. And unless you've been living under a rock for the last year, there's been a lot of fear in everything that we do. We fear everything. We're afraid. We're fearful. We're on guard. We're afraid of losing something. We're afraid of change. We're afraid of sometimes being honest and we're, and and we isolate out of that fear and we just, we'd rather not participate out of fear and That was kind of like the theme for this week. And today we want to talk about fear. I want to talk about fear and how fear can paralyze us. And a song that really speaks to me is by Zach Williams. And he recorded it in 2018. And it's a really powerful song. And it's called Fear is a Liar. And, you know, that's been the recurring theme for me this week. It's just... All this fear, people coming into the office and being fearful and I don't know what to do and I'm afraid that if I am in recovery, then I'm going to lose things. And I even read an article in one of the journals that I get and it's from Counseling Today and they talk about grief and loss and addiction and that fear of losing status. They talk about how a lot of times we just want the person to stop and we overlook that. We overlook that They're giving up something and there's this fear of change. There's this fear of the unknown, right? I'd rather stay sick and tired and on the edge of death than take a step out into the unknown, this fearful area, right? I'd rather experience what I'm experiencing than let go of it for the possibility of something better. And I think as we all are, We can all point to times over the last year. We can point to times maybe in the last month, maybe today. You can point to a time where your fear has gotten the best of you and your fear has stopped you in your tracks and your fear has told you things that aren't necessarily true. And we believe them. And that's a lot of our battle is with fear. Now, I'm going to read some lyrics and I wish I could play the song, but there's copyright issues and and all that other stuff. And so I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to go through the lyrics. And when we think about fear, the song really plays it out really good. And fear is a liar. And when you're told you're not good enough, what is that? That's fear, right? And he told you you're not right. And he told you you're not strong enough to put up a good fight. That's that fear, right? We live in fear a lot of times and change is hard. And we fear Maybe our loved one is using and we fear that we're going to get that phone call in the middle of the night saying, come and identify the body. Or maybe it's one of our friends and we're afraid 
that we're going to get that phone call. We're going to go into our, our apartment or their apartment or their house and we're going to find them dead. And we fear, we dread this thing. And the fear tells us we're not worthy of change. We're not worthy to be, to do better. And this fear tells us we're not loved and it tells us we're not good enough and it tells us we're not beautiful. And it says you'll never be enough. And we carry this around with us. And it's like fear is a liar. It takes your breath. It stops you in your steps. It'll rob you of your rest. It'll steal your happiness. So we ask you to cast your fear into the fire, right? To confront our fears and to push past them. To scream in fear's face and say, get out of my way. Nothing is going to stop me. I deserve better. I need better. And fear... But we latch on to that fear and we hold on to it because the unknown is scary. And I'll agree with you. I agree 100%. The unknown is scary. And it can be discombobulating. It can be very difficult to just cope with change. And especially when we face our fears, our fears of inadequacy, our fears of rejection, our fears of that Maybe tomorrow might be a better day. And we start to live in this narrative of fear. We're writing our story. One of the approaches that I use in therapy is called acceptance and commitment therapy. And in that, we look at a lot of different things. And we look at the link between words and our experience. And we also look at this one thing called experiential learning, looking at self in context versus content. So when we look at ourselves as content, we're living in the problem. We're living in that fear. We're living in that paralyzed state because only thing we're focused on is the things that are happening around us or to us in our life. And we lose track of the context of the rest of our life and what we're actually doing and how we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing or what we want to do. But we have this this longing, this urge to do more, to be better. But yet fear comes in and says, you can't do it. You'll never be anything. You'll never measure up. Fear is lying to you right to your face. Now we can go through all the uh, body changes that happens when we experience fear. We can talk about a lot of things that happen in the body and the brain and all those other things. But I'm not talking about a physical reaction to fear in our body's stress response. What I'm talking about is a psychological fear. This fear of trying, this fear of, well, this ain't going to work. This fear of, oh my God, what if I come home and he's drunk again? This fear of, I've tried hundreds of times. I've tried and I can't do it anymore. So I'm giving up because I'm afraid that if I try again, I'm going to fail. And that's where a lot of our, our clients come from because they've been through so much. And we have also been through a lot. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. There's probably not one time during the day that we don't have some sort of fear creep into our lives and take control and stop us from what we're doing and take us off in a whole nother tangent and a whole nother direction. It happens to me. It happens to a lot of people. In my office, I see people. I work with people and fear is real in their lives. Fear, this whole year of stress that we've been living under, it does, it's doing damage and it has done damage to us that are struggling with mental health and addiction issues is done horrible damage. Fear is a liar. Fear has no place in our lives. It's keeping us from being well. It's keeping us from being who we really desire to be. Why? Because someone has told us 
or we believe that we're not good enough. We let fear stop us. And you might say, well, it's okay for you to say because you've got a handle on fear. No, I don't have a handle on fear. I don't corner the market on being able to drive out fear from my life because there's a lot to be fearful of. But you know what? The one thing that I know is that if I rely on me and myself, fear is going to win every time. If I rely just on my own power, fear is going to win. I can't arm wrestle fear because I'll lose every time. I can't take on fear by myself because I know that fear will overcome me. And why? Because I buy into the lies. I buy into that why. Because it's just true enough that I'm going to believe it. It's just true enough that I'm not good enough, that I don't know enough, that I didn't study enough, that I'm not a good person. It's just true enough to where we might doubt ourselves, that we might say, oh, I don't really think I can do that. And then fear grows and all of a sudden it's this big thing, right? It's a snowball. It's this huge thing. I can't do anything. I'm paralyzed. I can't change my life. I can't seek something better. And I don't want to seek something better because it's really scary on the other side. So this is not meant to be yelling at you, but this is something that has really hit me this week is fear and how much fear is out there about everything. Like, what if I get better? I had a client. What if I get better? Then what do I do? How do I live life without this chaos in my life? And that's true, right? How do we live our life in a different way that doesn't seem like the old way of doing things? That's a positive thing, especially when we've been stuck in this fear and hesitation for a long time. Fear tells us we should run away. We should hide. You'll never find a home. You'll never be good enough. You should be ashamed of yourself. And there's some things that we do that we should be ashamed of. There's some things that we let slide that we shouldn't. And fear tells us that we're never good enough for forgiveness. And it tells us we're never good enough for restoration, recovery, and all those other things. We're never good enough to be in a relationship. We're never good enough to be a parent. We're never good enough to be a coach, a pastor, a counselor, a therapist, because we always have this fear and fear, fear sucks. I'm just going to put it bluntly. Fear sucks. And I hate fear. I highly dislike fear because it keeps me from the things and it keeps me from being the person that I want to be. So what's one thing that you can think about that you fear? What's that one kernel that gets into your head? and grows until it's completely darkness in there and you're doubting everything you've ever done every decision you've ever made what is that thing can you call it out can you say hey you knock it off that is not me yes i am apprehensive and yes i do have some fear but you know what i can do this i can prevail over you fear now i don't say this because I just have found the secret to overcoming fear. But I say this because, and I've said it before, the only reason why I'm sober and I'm where I am today is because of my faith. My faith replaces my fear. Let me say that again. My faith replaces my fear. One thing that really came to me early in my life, and that was because of my faith, was found in Matthew 6.34. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Don't worry about tomorrow, because today I got enough trouble. I can't worry about tomorrow. I can't be fearful about tomorrow, 
because I have to get through today. And that's kind of where we are at in our recovery. I can't worry about being sober forever. I can't worry about the next time someone may go out and use. I can't worry about that phone ringing. I have to deal with me. I can't anticipate what's going to be said. I can't anticipate what's going to be done. I have to live my life. I have to move on. I have to go beyond my fear. Otherwise, I'd be paralyzed in a corner. Proverbs 12.25, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down. Think about it. The last time you were anxious, did you feel light? And were you able to go and do things? Or did it weigh you down? But a good word makes him glad. When I get a word of encouragement from someone, when I feel down and I get that word of encouragement and someone says, hey, it's really not that bad. Here's another perspective. That anxiety is lifted from me and I can, in faith, step forward and do the things I'm supposed to do. You know, the good words are to live by is don't be anxious about tomorrow because today's got enough trouble for itself. I agree 100%. Another verse that comes to my mind that came to me very early in my life is Psalm 56.3. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Even if we look at this in, in an AA model, right? If my higher power is my group, if my higher power is something that can actually affect my life, there's real living breathing that I can interact with, not a doorknob. When I put my trust in my trust, I put in God. I put my trust in something other than myself and my fear disappears and it goes away. It's still there, but I'm not paralyzed by it anymore because I know because I have experienced certain things that have told me when I do this, when I engage in my faith, when I trust in something bigger than myself, then fear takes a back seat. The fear, I'm not listening to the lies anymore, even though I have done things that I feel ashamed of, even though I feel that maybe I can't be reconciled in a relationship, or maybe I can't be forgiven. It's a lie. We can work. We can do things in order to bring back in a good relationship with people and especially with ourselves. And I think a lot of times this fear of trying something new, such as sobriety or anything, we fear that we're going to lose our station in that spot. I read an article, again, I was saying in counseling today, and it talks about addiction and the road to recovery. The writer goes and talks about how this, this person came to them. This client came to them and they were struggling with addiction for many, many years. They were addicted to heroin for like 25 years. And the fear that they had was that I'm not going to be the go-to guy. I'm the guy that takes care of everybody else. I'm the guy that teaches people how to clean their needles and shows them a safe way to shoot up. And I'm going to lose that. I'm not going to be there to protect people. Even though fear might have gotten us using drugs, we're afraid to try something different. We live in fear. We're living in content. We're living in the problem. What can I do to break out of fear? For me, it's my faith. I pray a lot. I read the Bible a lot. I find things that really speak to me a lot. And this song by Zach Williams is one that when I'm feeling fearful or I'm feeling down, I listen to that. And you know what happens? I get brought back up. I get brought, I feel like I'm being brought back alive because fear, I'm realizing it's lying to me. It's trying to take from me the very happiness I'm trying so hard to hold on to. It's taking from me. It's telling me that I'm not what I should be. And I should be 
worried and I should be ashamed of myself. I should be ashamed. I should run away instead of stand on the line and fight for what I want. Let's remember, fear. Fear is a liar. So even though we may feel down, depressed, anxious, fearful, reach out to somebody, right? Reach out and say, man, I'm really worried about things. And hopefully they can help and talk you down, talk you out and see another perspective. Because sometimes that's all we have to do is get another look at something and go, well, it's not as bad as I thought. It's not what I built it up to be. So hopefully we can do that, right? Hopefully that you have faith. Hopefully that you have found faith and that you don't have to face this alone, that you can rely on others and that you can use your faith to pull you out of that fear response and that it's not the physical part, but it's the mental part of fear that holds us back from making progress at times. But fear has just been one constant thing from Monday all the way till today. It's just been one constant thing in my office. I just wanted to try to encourage you and say, you know what? Drop the fear. Put your faith in something bigger than yourself. You don't have to fight your fight alone. You never have. All you have to do is ask. Someone will be there. If you ask for help, help. Someone will be there. So a couple other things before I wrap up. I just want to say, like, this podcast is doing much better than I ever thought it would be. Not only are we in the United States, but we have some listeners in Canada and Germany and also the Philippines. That is nuts. I thank you very much. And I want to mention some cities that really are hitting on this in Chicago, Illinois. Very good. Rosemount, Minnesota. Excellent. Duluth, Minnesota. Shout out to Duluth. That's where I grew up. That's where I was raised. Love Duluth area. Centennial, Colorado. Thief River Falls, Minnesota. La Vista, Nebraska. It's really cool to see how many people in what areas are listening to Everyday Attic Podcast. Columbus, Ohio. That is awesome. And I want to just say thank you. I'd like to hear from you. If you can Drop me an email. My email address is everydayaddict, the number eight, at gmail.com. Everydayaddict, the number eight, at gmail.com. You can check us out on Facebook also. I'd love to hear from you. Have a good one.